Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We're delighted to have you and hope our show will be inspirational, enlightening, and encouraging. And we have a wonderful show, Gratitude. The Diamond in the Rough, with Melinda Kapoor joining us today from Portugal. The diamond represents light, life, the sun, and is an emblem for purity and perfection of invincible spiritual power, and is a stone of commitment and faithfulness. The diamond has been prized as a powerful talisman with healing properties, especially for the mind, and can activate the crown chakra, enhancing the connection between the mind and body while detaching the mind from unwanted patterns. The diamond has energy that extends out of it. So is the power of gratitude as we speak of the diamond in the rough. It is something with potential, but without polish, you know, uh, feeling that appreciation and being mindful, it cannot be accessed. It is something that has potential. The diamond is always there shining in our hearts, waiting to be uncovered and unearthed. So the power of gratitude, symbolic of the effervescent diamond, the divine love within can instantly shift our mood, make a bad moment good, and a good moment even better. And our guest today, Melinda Kapoor, joining us from Portugal, will discuss the concept of gratitude as that diamond in the rough. Melinda is an award-winning writer and phone photographer. She's drawn to capturing fleeting moments of visual layers and light. Born and raised in California, she moved to Rome in the 1980s where she knew no one, never having been there before. And after four years in Rome, work took her to Milan where she met her future husband. And recently, uh, during uh, the COVID pandemic, the two of them decided to begin a new chapter in their lives and they moved to Portugal. Melinda's natural interest in people and their stories led to a degree in sociology from the University of California, Berkeley, and later to work as an intercultural consultant. She's been a contributing writer to several books, including Be Love, A Conscious Shift to Birth in the Future, and her poignant book of poetry, This Time, Another Place, that expresses beauty and sentiments she sees and remembers. And now I'm pleased and honored to welcome our amazing guest, Melinda Kapoor, joining us today from Portugal. And a hearty welcome to our listeners tuning in around the world and in Portugal. Melinda, welcome. 
Hi, Jean. It's always great to hear your voice. And that was a wonderful description of a diamond. Really very special. Yeah, uh, Melinda, I'd like to just share with our listeners that uh, you truly live in gratitude. You have an eagle eye for beauty. You capture the beauty of each fleeting moment. And Melinda and I go back a long ways as authentic messengers in the international best-selling books, Life Sparks, Life Stories to Inspire, Illuminate, and Ignite. And my chapter, Coloring Life with the, Gra- uh, with the Spirit of Gratitude, really highlighted a dream that I had uh, when I was going through a hard time. And the message that I received in this dream was, lift the cloak of heaviness and exchange it for the garment of praise. And that was an empowering message. Wow, and, and Yes, and Melinda's chapter was a big move embracing the new. And again, uh, we are also co-authors in the book, Be Love, A Conscious Shift to Birth in the Future. So I'm just so glad for you to be here on our show today. And I love for you to just highlight a little bit about yourself and your life's passion. Oh, well, I think you kind of <laughs> summed it up, yes. honestly. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It seems to me that the older I get, the more... Um, detached from from the earthly plane. And I don't mean that like I have one step on the other side. That's not what I mean. But I think that as you maybe not become older, but more aware, um, you realize that this, this world is just full of experiences to teach us. That's why I called this particular talk Diamond in the Rough, meaning that the good and the beauty within a situation is not immediately visible or understood. And the gifts we have in this life come from inevitable problems that we have, or, you know, uh, conflicts we have. That's how we learn. It's so important. I know you asked me specifically about me, Jean, but I think you kind of of summed me up. I like how you summed me up before. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, what I was going to say is that if you take this title in two ways, one is that we all have difficult times in life, We have fear, grief, trauma, all of it is part of living on the earth plane. But these experiences are for our higher good. They teach us patience, courage, forgiveness, compassion. There's so many things that we can learn if we allow ourselves to. Um, We are spiritual beings. We're having an earthly experience. So the lessons in tragedies and traumas is it's up to us to separate ourselves and look at things from a spiritual perspective, to see the bigger picture. I know this almost sounds harder to do when you're involved in something, when you're immersed in something. We are here on earth to live it, to to be it. But there even, I mean, all of us have had difficult times in our lives. But when you can look at it and say, wait, what am I what am I supposed to get here? Why does this same thing keep happening to me? I've had in my life, for example, um, I was assaulted, physically assaulted many times. And at one point, I just said, what am I doing that I haven't gotten this message yet? I haven't gotten the lesson. If this keeps happening to me, there's something that I'm not getting. And for me, it was it was to be more courageous, not to be such a in a victim mold, because I was walking around fearful all the time. So something clicked in me and I became angry and I started to kind of um, become the aggressor. And that was 
really surprising to the this the men that were assaulting me. It's like when mm-hmm. I just turned on them, you know. Um, so I'm not saying that lightly. I don't want to say that lightly. Everybody's had difficult situations, and some people, it's been for some women that's we're treading where um, I can't even begin to express my mm-hmm. my sorrow that people have to go through that to learn. But again, if we go back to being on this plane, when I re- could do it, when I was able to look at my life from another perspective, I became more peaceful. I feel that we're all here in on earth in a big school. You can say the school of life. It's like we're at boarding school. Our real home is there, what some people call heaven. I mean, it's for me, it's another realm. And it, it's probably side side by side instead of there and I'm waving my hand to the air but <laughs> anyway it's it's very close to us it's it's hard to fathom what it is but we are here our soul comes into what I call the earth suit the earth suit is a body that allows us to have the five senses of the planet it's sight sound smell and taste we can't have those and touch. We can't have those things in spirit form. So we come to earth to learn. It's the best school here. Yes. When we th- these things again can't be experienced in spirit without a physical form. But I will say that I I've, my dreams are very uh, revealing in many many ways. And I had a dream of my husband and I on the other side, and we were we were in a coffee bar having the memory having the memory of the coffee, having the memory of the experience. It was just like, you know, a European coffee cafe, but we were having this memory. And, you know, years later, I read in one of the books, um, I think it was uh, by Michael Newton, he has Destiny of Souls and Journey of Souls, and how people, I didn't know anything about the other side, but I had dreamt about it. And then it was confirmed 25 years later when I read about other people's experiences so that was kind of phenomenal. Yes, yes. Anyway, we if we can accept that this physical world is temporary and we're here to learn, it helps us to deal with hardship easier. Yes. And you become more at peace when you're able to accept it, to live in the moment. Yes, that is so true. And, you know, as you were sharing uh, your experiences and you indicated how, you know, you kept having those same experiences and that fear. And, and I think one thing we have to realize is that fear attracts more fear. And you were mm-hmm. attracting more, you know, uh, negative situations. And that's a point I gleaned. And I also, when you talked about why we're here, you know, we're here on this earthly plane to learn. And I thought about Henry Drummond's quote, uh, the eternal lesson for all of us is how better can we learn. That's uh, so true. Yes. And, and you, but, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, anytime a person mm-hmm. or a situation pushes our buttons, and we find ourselves irritated or, you know, conflicted about this person or situation, we, if we can understand that that person or that situation is really to help us to grow, to it's like they're like a teacher in disguise. I had for years a problem with a with an individual, and it was terrible because it was uh, there was. It just became, it was just off. I mean, I, I, I can't even think of the words. It was, it was heartbreaking, honestly. And she truly disliked me. She still does, actually. But I had this very um, profound dream of us on the other side in spirit form. 
and we love each other. We love mm. each other and we embraced each other. And, and I knew, I realized that it just confirmed to me that we are all sparks from the same loving source. Mm. All of us are from love, yes. from God, and all of us come from, from that. And it made me understand more that she has taught me something. So I have hold no um, animosity towards this person at all. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm I'm grateful for the lessons. And I think and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, and ahead, I Jim. think when we uh, look at the this aspect of gratitude uh, to mm-hmm. uh, uh, be, you know, and I know this is hard, hard for our listeners, and it took me a while to get to this point <laughs> uh, to realize that every. One has been a gift in their own way, whether Absolutely. it's been painful experiences or heartbreaking experiences. I would not be where I, I am today without those experiences. And mm-hmm. I think uh, here lies uh, the aspect of gratitude, how we have to be grateful. I'm grateful for you being in my life to show <laughs> me about myself and what I need to learn from you, because Everything is going on inside of us, so we, we have to refrain from blaming or the negative emotion. Right. Look at what is it about me that I need to, you know, see and learn, and how are you a gift for me? And as you said so eloquently, Melinda, uh, as I have experienced, that has given me so much peace and a sense mm-hmm. of reconciliation, you know, with uh you know, various situations. But one thing I want to talk about is uh, uh, loss and change. And, you know, many people have uh, experienced a lot of losses. Uh, uh, And I know you have experienced a lot of loss of family members. And how is it that we can find this diamond in the rough when we are dealing with such heartbreaks and challenging times? Can you Maybe share a little bit more about that for our listeners who are dealing with many, you know, uh, heartbreaking, painful situations, and they can't see their way out of that. They can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, I consider gratitude and peace. They come from realizing we are more than human. If we recognize more, again, you've heard the saying, we are spirits having a hum- um, a human experience instead of humans having a spiritual experience. Um, there's always something to be grateful for. Even if a loving thought seems small in the scheme of things, um, I will just say, I'm going to talk very briefly about, I had a, a trisomy 14, a pregnancy was a trisomy. A trisomy is when there are, are three chromosomes instead of two, so it's, it's a birth defect. And I lost this pregnancy at 20 weeks. Um, it was... It was a tragedy. It was it was horrible, and it was an experience that I wouldn't wish on anyone. But at the same time, I realized, and I said, thank you for this beautiful child that I do have. I have one son, and I was so grateful for that child. I decided, I made the choice, I am not going to mourn for a child that will never be when I have this beautiful little boy here. Mm-hmm. So there was looking at... Yes, there is human tragedy involved, but there's also such a blessing on the other side. Mm-hmm. Or I can also say I've lost family members very close to me. My my younger brother died in a, a horrible accident. He was um, driving a big Peterbilt hauling a, a Caterpillar tractor, and there was a boy on the highway. And um, my brother stepped on the brake too quickly, and, and the Caterpillar came forward and crushed the cab of his truck. 
uh, thank God it was an instant death. But what I've learned over the years is how he has taught me that spirit goes on. He has taught me that there is no death, as has my father. It's amazing how you mm-hmm. become closer to people when they're not even in the in the, in, hu- in human form, when they're yes. in spirit. Yes, so very true. And I think uh, you've we both have shared uh, the, uh, the presence of those who passed on who come back to us leaving for me I always get feathers and recently I get uh, coins (laughs) uh, from the angelic realm and I think we can't take these uh, things for granted and even the dreams uh, are very powerful that we both have had with revealing uh, messages and uh, absolutely so so we have to really you know acknowledge uh, and, and we'll talk more about the role of intuition and being open because if you're closed and you're so bogged down in grief and anger and and regret or guilt, you're not open to really seeing uh, or hearing uh, the messages that that are coming forth or receiving the love uh, from the other side or from the angelic realm. But we're ready now for a brief commercial break. So uh, to our listeners, stay tuned for more on Gratitude, the Diamond in the Rough with our amazing guest, Melinda Kapoor, joining us today from Portugal. She's an award-winning, best-selling author, photographer, and her signature book, This Time, Another Place. And hopefully uh, it's her book of poems, and perhaps we can hear some of her uh, heart-warming poems. So don't go away. We will be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together. Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. <laughs> 
Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie, and if you're just tuning in, we are with our amazing guest, Melinda Kapoor, joining us today from Portugal on our show, Gratitude, the Diamond in the Rough. Melinda is an award-winning, best-selling author, photographer, and we're going to hear more about her signature book, This Time, Another Place. And Melinda, uh, before break, we were talking about intuition, and we both have shared uh uh, dreams and, you know, how uh, even uh, uh, past loved ones connect with us or you mm-hmm. know, the, the things that we receive. I receive feathers and coins and, <laughs> you know, and, you know, how what's your thought on how people can be open to intuition? Because every time I receive a blessing, I say, thank you. I sit with that. You know, I sit with what is the message? What is it that I need to know? 
you know, it's a confirmation. It's a validation. You're showing me I'm on the right track. You're showing me that you're pleased. You're showing me in times of need that you're with me. How can people really be open to gratitude? I mean, open to intuition. And of course, uh, being grateful for the messages and synchronicities that show up. Well, I think intuition can even come as a thought. And it's it's sometimes you're aware that it's not your thought. Um, once on, on a train, I've probably talked about this on another occasion when I, I was assaulted on the train. And I had a voice telling me, loudly shouting at me to get out of that that compartment. So um, I was lucky that nothing worse happened than it did. But that type of thing is when you really are, you have a very strong voice coming through. Other times you'll be working or you can be dreaming at night and, and a, an idea will, idea will come to you and, and there'll be something that you can create the next day. I've had wonderful dreams like that of mm-hmm. being able to create something. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the greatest um, composers and inventors, you know, they often get their inspiration in, through dreams. And that's from the other side. The intuition it is really just our voice is our connection to the beyond. So I just think listening to that, mm-hmm. listening and, and being thankful for it when it does come. Yes, Always well. being thankful. Because whatever the situation is, even when I, I mentioned this, that horrible experience on the train, it was a blessing in disguise because yes. it made me more aware and more careful. And and I want want to add this too. If anyone ever has a feeling that they shouldn't do something, don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. Yes. You know, it's it's really important. Um, there were policemen have said that the people who are um, often in danger or have something has happened to them, they had a feeling before. Don't take yes. that street. You know, don't, yes. don't turn that corner. So always okay. listen to that. Yes. Well, I'm glad that you're sharing that. Uh, uh, you know. Like you said, our intuition shows up in many ways, and it's kind of like, like I hear it, I feel feel things, you know, or yes. I, I see things in a dream. And when I have a decision to make where I'm not sure, I, you know, and I try to look at it from different angles, but it's, it's mm-hmm. like if it presents confusion to me or it's like, okay, step back from it, ask for the guidance and wait. Mm-hmm. And, and most certainly I get the message and, I know it's not, uh, it's coming from a source or uh, guides or whatever, because it's like it just comes out of the blue and it's not like I was thinking about it. So thanks for sharing that. And as we move forward, uh, and I know you're going to share some strategies on cultivating gratitude, but briefly before I get into that, we talk a lot about self-love and self-worth on our shows and, you know, how... Uh, uh, and, and, and how can being positive, even about ourselves, create that positive ripple effect for change? And one of the things that I want to share is that a lot of times people are so down on themselves, they can't mm-hmm. see, feel worthy, they can't see any goodness about themselves, and they are their own worst, worst enemies. And we have a tendency to turn on ourselves. So I would right. like to just share with listeners out there, Look for positive things about yourself. You can journal on that. You can also ask ask a trusted friend or family member to share positive things that they see about you. Uh, uh, Sometimes we don't notice 
uh, uh, we're not privy to noticing how others perceive us, but people are always looking and paying attention. So I just want to uh, share that point uh, with uh, listeners that you are your own diamond in the rough. (laughs) That's so true. So so make it Mm-hmm. No, it, that, that is so true. And I, I do think there's something to to getting older, honestly, because um, I was full of all sorts of insecurities as a young person. And I think it's harder even today for people with, with all the young people, with all the social media and, you know, there's yes. all these comparisons and it looks like everybody's having a better time than than I am, you know, but it, it's not like that. Um, it's really, it's it's hard to... Well, look, we are all from the same beautiful divine, all of us. And so how can we not be beautiful? Because the beauty is within. And that beauty that you have within, that emanates outward. People will be drawn to that. Have you ever noticed when you sometimes you go to a party and you you can tell the people, you can just tell the people who are so uncomfortable because they're, they're concentrated on self. And they're yes. not able to relax and meet new people. Yes. The thing about, I think, insecurities a lot of times come from thinking too much about oneself. That I mean, so if you true. if you focus your thoughts on another individual, that's like even a, a trick okay. to, to being a conversationalist. Ask mm-hmm. questions. Don't always think about, how do I look? Gosh, my, my zipper, is it up? You know, all this kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. I don't know why you said analogy. I was thinking of a tight skirt that I had. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's that's the kind of um, focus on someone else. Draw somebody else into the conversation. I think the problem is that we often dwell on our, our insecurities instead of focusing on the person in front of us. That is so giving true. To the person. That is so true. So we have a tendency to feed those insecurities even through Facebook, you know, looking for oh, yes. attention or you know, your your life or whatever. So be aware of that and uh, know that you are love. You have good things about yourself. You, you don't have to really look outwardly, look inwardly and look for the diamond within and be grateful for the qualities and the gifts and the talents that you have. So Melinda, you're going to share those uh, strategies on how to well, cultivate gratitude. Yes, you know, and everything goes hand in hand. And I think the thing about gratitude is when you, the more you have, the more you have to be grateful for. If you focus on what is good in your life and if somehow you start seeing good everywhere, if you look at things from a place of interest and not from an emotional involvement, you ask yourself and your higher self, what am I supposed to learn here? Listen to that voice within your intuitive self and follow up on that because that that's really your your guiding light, your intuition. The mm-hmm. other thing is to be mindful. If you're present in the moment, it takes away that that doubt, even self-doubt, because you're looking outward and you have something to be grateful for. When I first moved to Portugal and I, I loved Italy, it was my home for decades, really. Um, so I, I was a little homesick when I came here, and, and that's where my uh, photography really helped me because I was able to be in the mi- in the moment, in the minute. It helped me to to look at what I was seeing and say, thank you for this beautiful scene. What a beautiful country. Look at those colors. It's very important to, to try to stay present in the moment, and that will help you. Uh, you can also 
journal out your feelings. Um, that's not something that is easy for me to do so much. I would rather there are other ways that I, I just, I'm more visual. I think I'm more visual. Mindfulness leads to joy and joy leads to gratitude. Or you could use it the other way around. Gratitude leads to mindfulness and that leads to joy. I mean, it's all hand in hand. They're all pieces of the same whole. Gratitude, as everyone I'm sure is aware of, is really good for your health and for your well-being. Because if you're thinking again about what's good, you're you're being nurtured by that. It's it's helping you. Have you have you seen that rice experiment where there's two jars of rice and one of the jars somebody is talking to? I don't know who invented this uh, experiment, but the one jar of rice is saying, "Oh, I love you. You're beautiful. Look at how fluffy you are." And the other jar of rice, the person says, oh, you're so ugly. I hate you. I just, I wish you weren't here. And the the jar that has received all the negativity, the rice has turned moldy and, you know, liquidy and just awful looking, yucky. In the other one, it stays fresh for like two weeks. So Mm. words are very important. Words are energy. And if you don't even feel it, but say it. You know, when we're talking about self-worth, you can say to yourself, even if you're crying and you, you know, you don't like the way you look, but you just say, I am beautiful. I am a fine individual. I have a lot to offer. You have to be your own best friend because um, that's all you have really is your own best friend. And that's you. And never treat your, you treat your best friend the way yourself, the way you would treat another person. You know, I don't know why we're so hard on ourselves, but well, again, it gets better. <laughs> yeah, conditioning and, you know, just uh, what we're told uh, early in our lives and we play it out and reinforce it. And we know the more that we think negatively or in a certain way, the more we're going to manifest it. But one thing uh, that you were talking about being grateful, and I thought about a Buddhist quote, <laughs> enough is a feast. So many times mm-hmm. we're looking for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, not taking time to be grateful for what we have. And uh, what we have, I think we can appreciate the beauty of nature, the healing power of nature, you know, the love that surround us. I mean, there's, you know, when we're caught up in that uh, tunnel vision of what we don't have or the grief, the anger, the sorrow, the worry, we can't see outside of the box. And you know, opening ourselves up, like you said, stepping outside of yourself. I know for myself, when I was going through a hard time, I volunteered at the children's hospital, you Mm -hmm. know, to just uh, take myself out of myself and, you know, greeting the patients and, you know, serving coffee to the parents. And it really changed my whole perspective. And so for listeners out there, there are things that you can do to step outside of yourself. You don't have to be immersed in grief, pain, sorrow, you know, but do something to shift and then right. it, it, it will change your feelings. It will change that, your mood. That's such wise advice. The world is such a tough school yes. and many sensitive souls, they turn to substances to dull their feelings. And, you know, it could be alcohol, drugs, overeating, even submerging oneself into like TV shows or video games. Mm-hmm. But if we could all remember that we're 
away from home and that this is kind of boarding school. That's the analogy I like to use. And that someday we will be returning home. But now we need to face the issues or the lessons. We have these classes that we're doing. So let's do them the best way we can. We sure don't want to be have to do them again. <laughs> so yes. just get through it the best way we can. It's something about a perspective shift. When you're able to look at yourself, not as a human struggling, but as a as a soul learning. It's, mm, I love that. <laughs> that's that is just a different per, yeah, it's a different perspective. It has given my life more peace by mm. looking at things. I always think, well, what's the lesson here? Yes. And you know, why why am I going through this? It has helped me tremendously. I and, think we, we we end up focusing on the cause or the mm-hmm. person or right. the event that takes us outward and outside of ourselves. And then they're, they're, then we focus more on the negative emotions attached with that. And so uh, focusing outward brings that, uh, you know, those negative feelings and thoughts because our attention is so, you know, focused on things that, you know, how we were affected or how we were treated. So when we go inward, looking at the soul, soul lesson, soul learning, as you indicated, how can I bring harmony to myself? Or, you know, as you indicated, the journaling is very positive so that you can kind of have a conversation with yourself and really reflect and really glean, you know, messages that you need to know. And perhaps you, through intuition, you will be given the answers through journaling. And when you go back and you read where you were and how far you've come, how you look at things differently, you know, yeah. it's sometimes things are not really bad breaks. They're, they're gifts for you. You know, they're, it's, it's all about perspective. It really, it, mm-hmm. that's the truth of it. Um, so, and we're all connected in this journey, all of us. Yes. And yeah. there's, Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jean. No, I'm, ahead. I'm looking at the <laughs> always looking at the yeah, three go minutes. Ahead. <laughs> I always I wanted to say that um, you know it makes me sad when I hear of a loss of a life that somebody mistakenly has taken their li- own life by by drugs or something um, because they were so alone and and sad. And I do I would like to share a poem that I wrote about this, if I may. Sure. Okay. This, it's about, um, I wrote it about, actually about that actor, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who was brilliant. And it's called Light Out. An actor died. I knew nothing of his personal life, nothing of his true nature. The only thing I knew was his brilliance, portraying a variety of characters, some despicable, some pathetic, some courageous, some self-righteous, some helpless and hopeless. And how he died, this gifted man, The sad, brutal, lonely death he unwittingly chose affected me profoundly. I was reminded that no matter what our accomplishments, no matter what our station in life, we are always struggling, hardest on ourselves, thinking we're not good enough, feeling so alone in our aloneness. We have forgotten our source. We've forgotten that we're never alone, but rather all rays of the same glorious light and that our isolation is only a figment of our imaginary darkness. Beautiful, beautiful. And what's the, the title is Light Out? Is it Light Out. Out. Yes, that's beautiful. Yes. I think we all can identify with that. And we have to realize, I think self-realization is, reali- is realizing the truth of who we 
really are. And uh, yes. uh, uh, I love, I just love that poem. And of course, your Thank you. inspiration for writing that as well. Well, yeah, it was, it was very, very sad. You know, I just, uh, the thing is that we're all in this big boat of life together. We're all trying to handle it the best way we can. And a little compassion goes a long ways. Um, yes. And gratitude, you know, again, gratitude begets gratitude. The more you have, the more you have to be grateful for. It's, mm. It can take practice if somebody isn't used to being saying thank you. It takes practice, but just start. You see yes. a lovely sunset, just say thank you. Um, you know, somebody allows you to go first in line because you only have one item. You say thank you to the person yes. and also thank you. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. a little thing that we can incorporate. And the more we incorporate it, the easier it becomes. Oh, very well said. Well, it's now time for a brief commercial break. We really appreciate Melinda for sharing her beautiful poem, Light Out. <laughs> so to our listeners, don't go away. We'll return shortly with more on gratitude. The Diamond in the Rough with our amazing guest, Melinda Kapoor, joining us today from Portugal, an award-winning international best-selling author, photographer, and her signature book, This Time, Another Place. Uh, Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. 
Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie, and today we are with our amazing guest, Melinda Kapoor, joining us from Portugal on our show, Gratitude, A Diamond in the Roof. Melinda is an award-winning international best-selling author, photographer, and She's the author of the signature book, This Time, Another Place. And Melinda, thank you so much for sharing that poem. And I think you want to highlight another poem that you uh, uh, that you created. And I think these are poems from your book, right? Yes, yes. This mm-hmm. one is very, very brief. But it's really about being in the moment and finding something to be grateful for. It's called Glistening Gold. Yellow leaves floating to the ground glistening gold in the sunlight, a simple pleasure in just a few seconds caught from my viewpoint above the trees. Mm. That's it. I was looking out the window and I was, it was that time of day and the sunlight was, was, it really did look like glistening gold as they fell to the ground. So that's just what an, an example of finding being present in the moment and you can find something to be grateful for. But I also wanted to kind of go back and and cover why I um, chose this title, Diamond in the Rough, because um, a diamond is made with lots of pressure and heat and it takes millions of years. The diamond for me is within ourselves and it takes pressure, it takes heat, it takes that, it can take a long time or maybe we're I don't know, it can take, it does take a long time, perhaps in the sense that we don't always get it right away. If we're not trained to understand it right away, it can go on for years, not millions of years, but anyway, it does take a long time. So when you think of the diamond is your inner self and the rough are the difficult times around it. That's what's surrounding it. Once you can go back to being grateful when you can learn to be grateful for the difficult times because you're growing from them, you're becoming stronger, you're becoming wiser, you're becoming more compassionate. Even if somebody, for example, the, the clerk at the grocery store is rude to you, I always try to think, she must be having a bad day. Maybe things aren't going well at home. And I give a little mental, bless her, you know, yes. please bless her because those we're all in this together. That's yes. that's that's just it. We all are. And we don't mean to be short, but I can find it in myself. I always try to check myself on it. And I, I love that because in our daily encounters, you know, we, you know, we, you know, if we're 
We don't feel like the clerk is being nice to us. We take it personal. And I mm-hmm. do the same thing like you. I just kind of send a little blessing or maybe give a compliment and it'll shift. Uh, so that's something we can do in our daily lives rather than taking things personal. Get outside yourself. You know, you right. don't know what's going on with the next fellow. Just send a blessing. And what blesses one blesses you. Right. And bless right. I love that. I love <laughs> that. It's like choose the joy, choose the happiness. There's always something, even in the worst experiences, there's something to find a little glimpse. And the more that you could find again, the more that you will see. It's it, it's really we're we're looking within for for the peace. And it's the joy and happiness, the gratefulness, mindfulness, they all work together. It makes me think about uh, the book uh, that I couldn't put down, read it in one night, (laughs) by Viktor Frankl, uh, In Search of Meaning. And Viktor Frankl uh, survived being uh, uh, in a concentration camp. And he always talked about, you know, each day, you know, looking at the sun or the fact Mm -hmm. that he was alive. And he was always looking for something beautiful, something to take him away from the dire circumstances of the concentration camp and from that he he was a, a, a developed uh, he was a major existential uh, 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 therapist and uh, brought into uh, you know a lot of new concepts that help people really you know survive and look at life from a whole different perspective so uh, that's really important to look for the beauty and and you do that a lot you have an eagle eye for beauty and you look for beauty every time i talk to you you're like okay i think the last time <laughs> you're looking out the window and you saw three green parrots <laughs> i was i was actually gave, four it was four. it was it was amazing i was looking out the window i was working on the computer and i saw this rustling of the leaves and and i looked again and they, they really were camouflaged by the leaves they were the same color and i i got up close with my my phone, you know, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, all four of them turned to me. I saw like four sets of eyes. It was, yes. it was so, what an amazing little experience. Yes. They came back, they came back the next day, but I haven't, I'm always looking, but I haven't seen them since. Yes. It would be amazing if I saw one right now. <laughs> but but no. the fact that you paid attention, every time I speak with you, you talk about what's, what's, what you see outside with details. And I was like, gosh, she has just an eye for appreciating the present moment and looking for that. And I think one important thing that you shared when you moved to Portugal and you left Italy it, mm-hmm. you really missed Italy. And what, lot, took yeah. you, what, what took you out of that that feeling, you said, you really got into using your art and your photography and appreciating where you were. You had a phrase that you use: "Live it here," and, I, and that's just so oh. so powerful. <laughs> Live <laughs> it see. here, and yeah. you shifted kind of like those sad feelings of leaving Italy, and you began to really live it here in the moment, appreciating what you were seeing in the moment and that took you out of sadness. The reason I'm saying that is that if listeners have a particular hobby or something that they're interested in, shift mm-hmm. and take yourself out of sadness, anger, and all of that and do something that you love or engage in a hobby that you like. You know, Melinda loves uh, taking pictures and that shifts her uh, feeling, you know, and right, um, it does. Yes, writing yeah. shifts mine. You know, I love writing, and so think about what you really, uh, you know, like, and you know, move into that 
mode instead of staying stuck because so many people are stuck in their stories and stuck in fear. But, you know, it's up to you to move beyond that. Well, Melinda, tell yeah. us a little bit about your book, uh, This Time, Another Place, uh, your spiritual oh. symbolism of the monarch butterfly on the cover that represents yeah. transformation. <laughs> Well, this this picture was taken actually in Berlin. There's a wonderful little street um, in Berlin that people, the urban art that they paint on top of other ones, it's just constantly changing with the, it's, it's not graffiti, I call it urban art. And there was this beautiful monarch butterfly and on, on the cover of the book is actually a picture of me that takes place, it took the place of a poster of another woman but there's circles on on i put circles on top of myself because for me and life i think of life as we're in orbit and sometimes we're there were circles and we're we're our orbit overlaps somebody else's and then it goes out of orbit with that person or and the two colors represent my dad and my brother um in colors that they have appeared to me in I don't say that to just everybody, and here I'm saying it to everybody. Hey, so. it's, it's, it's valuable. It, it was meant to yeah. be said <laughs> and shared. Well, it, it's interesting because the signs are always there. Love truly is eternal. You know, we change form, but we are energy. And just because we shed this 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 heavy earthly body, it doesn't mean that that we don't exist anymore. We still exist, but on another in another realm. And that's something to be grateful for, honestly. I'm, yeah, that's and I, it. <laughs> and I think you're, you're sharing that, I think, to our listeners, uh, and I know for myself, I'm always looking. I'm always trying to be more alert. And uh, even if I shift to, uh, you know, a, a, a lower kind of thought or what's like, okay, I don't like that feeling. And then shifting to, okay, I'm, thank, I'm really feeling into gratitude because some people just have their rote list. All right, I made my list and these are things that I'm thankful for and I put it down. But it's like really feel into it. How does it feel to, you know, have that supportive person in your life? Or how does it feel to, you know, really entune yourself to the beauty of you within, the beauty around you, you know, uh, Really, you know, tune in and, you know, be, you know, aware and alert to what's around you. And then hence you can really be open to those intuitive messages. I see hearts a lot, Jean. I know feathers come up for you and I, I have had feathers, but not as beautiful as the ones that you've mentioned. <laughs> but for me, it's really I, I see hearts in the most unusual wow. places. I mean, wow. it's I've, t- I've taken pictures of them because. It's astounding to me. Like in, in in the yogurt, there's like a little space that looks like a heart, or the wow. dish drop, you know, the the liquid the detergent has made a heart. Or the other day, I was on the street and I actually saw a little silver heart right there in the cobblestone, and I turned it over, and there was a diamond. It wasn't wow. a real diamond, but it was a diamond on the other side of the heart. So these are I always say thank you because they're signs of love and love. Love is, you know, I can say love is eternal. It okay. truly is. Okay. And another another mm-hmm. thing from the other side mm-hmm. is that there's okay. a sense of humor there that we tend to lose on the yes. earthly plane. We tend okay. to be so, um, we take everything so seriously. We have yeah, to lighten we have up. To, we have to lighten we up. We really well, do. Well, Melinda, I think you have a special giveaway for our listeners. Yes. I mean, if you go to my website, which is www. Melinda.copwater, 
at Gmail. No, I'm giving you my email address. <laughs> it's melindacopper.com. And interestingly, my name okay. in the All States right. is pronounced right. Caper, but anyway, okay. yeah. All right. So and and they, you can download a picture and make a, a postcard from it. Um, that is available. And there's also a chapter from um, a book that I was in, another Sparks book. So um, that's also a gift if you would like to go to my website. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Melinda, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, Melinda says challenges can be gifts, you know, and uh, this is so important. Share your breakthrough moments uh, and be grateful for those. You know, we're always being guided. So be open to that. There's always something to be grateful for. Indulge in the simplicity of life. Look for the beauty. Look for the positive, And it will make a difference in your life. So, Melinda, beautifully done. Thanks for your inspirational and engaging conversation on gratitude. It's so been uplifting and inspiring to listeners to, and encouraging to access this diamond in the rough. Polish it, cherish it, and feel the energy of gratitude. We know that your message will change the lives of many listeners. And thank you so much for your generosity and your gifts. And for our listeners, we'd like for you to Tune in on demand and share our show with others. So access your weekly love practice exercise on the blog page of my websites, JeanFerrisJourney.com and JeanMarieFerrisConsciousLoving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, when we dwell in love, we overcome fear. Love dwells within, and we are a breath away from connecting to this magnificent spiritual power. You can access my article published in Savannah East, What Does It Take to Truly Dwell in Love, where I highlight being self-aware, opening to love, practicing moment by moment, loving ourselves and others. And also, what is your love quotient, LQ, to understand how to access this diamond of love that's within each of us. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections. <laughs>